Welcome back to Genuine Ground, where everything is genuine and nothing is edited. I'm Mackenzie and I'm Sarah and all are welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Genuine Ground. Hello, you guys. Happy Monday if you're listening on a Monday. Otherwise, I hope you're having a good week so far. Hope you're having a good week. Well, topic of today's episode. Mm-hmm. Sarah, we have to talk. <sighs> we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine getting that text? I or hate those words. The, the text or just... Has anyone ever said that? No, I feel like it's uh, always a text. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I was with somebody and they were like, listen, we need to talk. No. No. It's always a text and you're like, oh shit. But it's not always a bad thing. No, um, not always. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> wait, I've actually said that in person. I'm like, hey, we need a chat. <laughs> that sounds like a bachelor. Can we chat real quick? Can I pull you? Can I pull you aside? <laughs> Um, yeah, so topic of this episode, uh, how do you have like a difficult conversation with someone? Yeah, whether that be like your boyfriend, your girlfriend, relative, whatever. How to go about that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's something on your mind that you really need to say and you have to think about what you're going to say going into it because it's a big conversation. So I feel like both of us have had experiences where we've had to maybe express <laughs> our feelings for mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. Um, which can be uncomfortable or... Outside of the comfort zone for sure. Because then there's the fear of rejection mm-hmm. and that's very uncomfortable. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes putting yourself out there is so scary because like, <gasps> like, is, like is this person going to like me back? Like, yeah. how is it going? You know, The first time you do that with someone is, it could go either way. You never know. <laughs> So we were talking about like the best way to go about having those conversations. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Sarah, yeah. you've got a crush on me. How sure. do you, how do you let me know? <laughs> hey, shoddy. <I'm> <laughs> 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 oh. oh, wow. I've got an ugly laugh today. Hello. <laughs> um, I think. Take two. Yeah. Yeah. Round two. <laughs> Rewind. And I would say. I don't think I would text anything. Okay. This is like an in-person conversation. Yeah, I think so. For me, yes. I think that I like trying to go forward with clear communication. I think I would probably just say something like, hey, I really like you. Or just, you know. Yeah, you have to go out of the gates. I feel like you've got to put yourself out there first. Yeah not like ask the other person and be like, so how do you feel about me? Right. Because I feel like by you doing that, it like, mm, you're putting that person on the spot, which Mm -hmm. I feel like automatically makes them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But if you come from it and like you show, you you Mm -hmm. show some vulnerability first and like kind of let your guard down and being like, hey, like I like you. And then Mm -hmm. that other person feels validated and they're like, wow, like, Mm -hmm. okay, now I actually like... Regardless of how they're feeling mm-hmm. is, like, they'll be more delicate about the conversation. Yeah, and the delivery will be a lot better, I think. Kind of reverse if it's the, what is it, what are we doing? Where is this going? That's mm-hmm. more of, a, like, a, an attack in a way. Yeah. And I think there could be some judgment or some defensiveness coming back in that reply. Mm-hmm. So just, like, opening the gates a little bit and starting off on a good note is important. But yeah, I think it's good to not, like, weasel around it and... Like, there's something I really need to tell you, blah, blah, blah. I think just straight up sharing how you feel is the way to go. Like, don't overthink it. 
I agree because then it's also like you don't want to pose a question and like wait for someone's response because mm-hmm. like we've talked about like the importance of being your own individual within a relationship mm-hmm. and like how the other person chooses to react shouldn't ultimately affect like your decisions of your life mm-hmm. or like what you choose to share. Yeah, exactly. Cause you want to walk away from it regardless of how it turns out with no regrets. Right. Like you don't want to be like, man, what if I just told him that I really liked him or whatever, or it's whatever so maybe. Though. it is, but like at least you can walk away if it doesn't work out big, if knowing that you did all you could, you put yourself out there mm-hmm. and that's really all you can do. So I agree. I think it's like a way of like, hey, I put my best foot forward. I did my best effort. Mm-hmm. And like if that person doesn't want me or doesn't want the same thing, then that like you have the answer mm-hmm. that you that you need. Yeah. Not necessarily that you might want, but then I feel like then that gives you clarity to lead you down a better path. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think one really tricky thing about the talking stage, quote unquote, is I think that people are afraid to have that conversation. And that's why the talking stage sometimes, not always, sometimes drags on for so long because it's like everyone's afraid to ask where this is going kind of thing. But I think just being confident in um, what you want out of life is going to help you figure it out. Yeah, because I feel like different people, like I feel like the people that are more secure within themselves are more comfortable like mm-hmm. having that open open stream of communication mm-hmm. where like someone that is maybe, you know, insecure, hesitant about things, like mm-hmm. avoids avoids those conversations like the plague. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, and so I, I think like if it is mutual, it should be more of like an open mm-hmm. topic where yeah. it's like you probably feel more comfortable having that conversation. Absolutely. And I think it's important to go into it, too, knowing that it's not the end of the world. You know, it's not like such an extreme situation. It happens all the time where, you know, people don't always like you. And (laughs) you just have to be prepared. Like, if they say no, it's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. But at least now you know, rather than letting it go further and getting more attached, whatever it may be. So I think it's important to just share where you are, even if they're not there yet. But it could I f- be. I feel like if it is your person and you're like opening up and sharing feelings, mm-hmm. that like it shouldn't be such a big of a deal. Yeah. Like I feel like you should feel safe and secure enough in that relationship and that connection with your person mm-hmm. for you to feel safe like having that conversation. Yeah. And if you're if you don't and you feel like all this anxiety and like mm-hmm. a pit in your stomach, like you're so nervous, mm-hmm. maybe you're not like there yet you know what I mean and that's okay too but I feel like you don't want to enter like a relationship with anxiety Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah you want to have a strong foundation um it could be a good wake-up call like maybe this isn't exactly what I think it is too could be a little bit of both and I think we've talked about too like the better relationships like are the ones that are more healthy that like feel more safe which sometimes can like have the stigma of being boring, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like it's not as too exciting, good to be true. Mm-hmm. right? But like those are the healthy relationships. Like you want to have a relationship where it's like it feels like home, but in a safe sense. Like, mm-hmm. but like if you say like maybe you enter a relationship with someone, and you're like, oh, they just feel like home, but maybe your home is chaotic. Maybe mm-hmm. you're used to chaos. Maybe you're used to having anxiety at home. Like. Mm-hmm you I would think would want to be in a relationship in a home that feels like at peace Mm -hmm. does that make sense am I going on a tangent no that makes sense it's 
it's a good evaluator, I think, in helping determine how you feel. So that's important. Um, I also think in these conversations, it's important to remember that one conversation isn't going to change how they feel, if that makes sense. So oh. don't be putting pressure on yourself like, we're going to have this perfect conversation and we're going to come out of it like with my whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want out of it. Yeah. And so I think just kind of taking the pressure off of like, you know, technically like you should be wanting to be more communicative over time, right? And not just this one conversation. It should be a habit that you're practicing and just working on sharing how you feel and everything. And so it's less of like a one conversation changes everything and more of a working on it in general. So something that I have also been working on just in general, and this I could see this happening within conversations like these, mm-hmm. is I'm trying to work on like being comfortable with the gray area mm-hmm. or not having an answer. Mm-hmm. So let's say like I confess my feelings to you mm-hmm. And you don't know how you feel. Yeah, like say like, I need some time to process or think or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I feel like I'm kind of stuck in limbo in a Mm -hmm. sense. And I personally, like whether this comes with like conversations like these or like something's going on where like I don't have a definite answer, like Mm -hmm. that brings me anxiety and Mm -hmm. I need to learn to like calm Mm -hmm. down and Mm -hmm. know that like I'm just being genuine and authentic to myself, which is positive and like trust that journey and like take that time yeah yeah so what how would you cope Mm -hmm. I guess if someone were to give you that like indecisiveness like let me think about it kind of thing or whatever yeah Yeah. I think number one I should walk away from it feeling proud of myself for sharing okay I think that's big so you have to acknowledge that win and then I think it's a win for yourself. It is a win for yourself. You know, it moves forward. I think also you just have to be respectful. You have to remember as communication is a two-way street. You can't expect immediate response. And it, I, I really appreciate someone who would want to think about something rather than just have an immediate reaction. Um, I appreciate the thought. I really do. So I think coping, though, that's a good question. But do you think, mm-hmm. like, if that person doesn't feel the exact same way or, like, feel that way, mm-hmm. that you should move on? Mm. If It's in the sense of, like, feelings. Yeah. Um, like, what if I share my feelings and I'm like, hey, like, I really like you. Mm-hmm. And that person's, like, iffy. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, then maybe are they just not my person? I think it could be. Um I would say different situations, different answer, right? Mm-hmm. But I think for feeling specifically, I think that would that would be hard for me to hear. I think I would want someone who is on the same exact page I am. I feel like I think that yeah, you kind of trust your gut on that one. And if they're not feeling where you are, then there's going to be someone who will. True. Hmm. What would you do? It's a tough one. Yeah. There's a lot of um, background scenarios that could go into it. I feel like there's, like, a lot of different things to consider. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on in their life right now? Like, have you had conversations regarding things in the past? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I I think important to remember, too, or, well, in this situation, is it a complete shock to them? Do they have any idea? Or is it someone that you've been going on dates with for a while, you know? I think that's different as well. So, I think the biggest piece is 
being confident in yourself and like mm-hmm. what, how you feel and what you want mm-hmm. and first stating that and be like, okay, like Sarah, I have feelings for you. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you see us progressing? Right. Or maybe you could pose that, like pose it in that sense. Yeah. Or just, or you could even maybe not even say that and just be open and be like, I have feelings. I have feelings for you. And mm-hmm. I'm like really excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah, you really can. And just kind of see how that other person reacts. Reacts. Mm-hmm. And maybe they say the same thing, or maybe they don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of see where that takes you. Yeah. And I agree. I think being confident in you rather than focusing on the outcome is number one. But it's okay to also prepare yourself mentally for the different outcomes, right? Like, if you have a friend you want to talk it through and be like, if he says this, I'm going to do this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Not overthinking it too much, right? Not obsessing over it. But if it's going to make you feel more prepared and build that confidence to be able to do it, I think that's also worth it. Having the scenarios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done that before and, like, mm-hmm. I had... I had no idea what the outcome was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess it is uh, what it is. But I feel like mm-hmm. I felt like it was such a weight lifted off of my shoulders. To actually like have the conversation. Having having any kind of difficult conversation that you might need to have with someone else. Like mm-hmm. if you need to share feelings about how you feel about someone or if like maybe you need to have a tough conversation about really anything any change or something or Or something big that Mm -hmm. might have happened like Mm -hmm. in a relationship sense where it's like hey this hurt me Mm -hmm. like true um i just like if when you're honest about your feelings and be like hey like this really upset me and Mm -hmm. this is how it made me feel um i'd really appreciate it if like you don't do that next time or like Mm -hmm. how can we come to a solution Uh, okay i was talking about this with a friend the other day too um, we were talking about like relationship dynamics and like her and her boyfriend and like everything. And we were talking about how, like, if you just fight to fight and you just have arguments to have arguments, like, mm-hmm. and you just want to be right, mm-hmm. that's, that creates a toxic dynamic. Yeah. But if you have a relationship where like you, both of you try to find a solution mm-hmm. and it's not you're right or I'm right, but like, let's figure this out together and let's mm-hmm. come to a, a solution. Yeah. That's a healthy relationship. I agree. Cause it's totally okay to have different opinions and different thoughts and perspectives, but yeah, it's the common ground. I think that either moves you forward or helps you back. Cause like, I don't think arguments are bad. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about like <laughs> debates, right? Like you, each side has an argument, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But an argument's not necessarily bad. I think it's like fighting, and when you start bringing out like toxic, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. behaviors Mannerism. and like saying mean things, that's when it becomes a toxic relationship. Yeah, those are some ugly fights. But like, it's like disagreement versus fight in a way, in a Ooh. strange way. Agreed. Yeah, disagreements are. They're good. I think they're necessary. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Something I feel like I've experienced a lot and my friends have is <laughs> you're planning to talk to somebody about something specific or something important and you go to like say hang out with them or whatever and it's just, it doesn't happen, right? Do you know what I mean? Have you ever like had when this situation? You, like when you want to have a conversation yeah. and like and then you plans go, change? Yes. And then you go and like either... It's just not the right environment. Like there's a bunch of people there or something or it's just, I don't know. Who knows what? 
but say it doesn't happen, but you've totally psyched yourself up. You're like, I'm going to do it. This kind of reminds me in a weird way of like, you know, when you're little mm-hmm. and you're like, need want to go ask your dad something or your parents <laughs> yes. something, you're like, well, you have to right. do it at the right time. Like Three, two, one. when he's on the couch and he's watching <laughs> TV or yeah. like something like that. That's kind of how I feel like yeah. this scenario is as well. Like yeah. what's the perfect moment? Yes, yes, yes. I think that goes back to like this one conversation isn't going to change everything, right? You know? Right. It's obviously good to share, but don't go into it being like, oh, I fucked up because tonight wasn't the night, you know? Agreed. <laughs> but I think try and find yourself something to hold you accountable. Like tell a friend you're going to do it um, or whatever it may be. to So that way, if you need some courage when you're there, you can be like, all right, let's do this. Let's like grow a pair. Let's do it. Sometimes you might need liquid courage too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Loosey goosey, baby. Yeah. Loosey goosey. Especially if it's the first time you are having a conversation like that. Who knows? It I mean, I think good. that the, it's very natural for anxiety to come yep. with those conversations, even though that I don't feel like that that's always how it should be. Mm-hmm. I just think it's natural. Mm-hmm. It's like our nervous system's freaking out. Yeah. They're like, ah! And if you're still getting comfortable with the person, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's tough. Those are good. Um, so holding someone accountable for having that conversation. Have I ever done yeah. that for you? Have I held you accountable mm. for having tough conversations? Or vice versa? Or have you... Do you remember a time you doing that for me? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that we've definitely known, obviously, before we went into those conversations with different people. And so we'd ask about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we've, I think we've both followed through, like follow, follow through. Is that a, is it? Followed, followed through. Followed through. Yeah. I put the through on the, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, I feel like we have followed through on like. It probably subconsciously kicked in a little bit and was like, I got to report back. Let's do it. (laughs) Got to report back. Report back. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like when something's like on your mind, Mm -hmm. it becomes like all you think about Mm -hmm. like because it brings like a level of stress and anxiety like I am not someone that can like compartmentalize my thoughts and be like you know what I'm just gonna think about this later Mm -hmm. no it consumes (laughs) me too um and then I probably start acting different and something's off and then we're not having a good time wow overthinkers yeah everyone just has a better time when you're just up front it really does take practice though like you have to remember that you know it it's not always going to be easy, but the more you do it, the better it gets. What, the more you have hard conversations? Mm-hmm. I think that's important, too, with, like, in relationships and, like, in dating. Like, mm-hmm. I think the more you suppress how you feel. Like, if something is going wrong, like, maybe, Sarah, you always leave your closet light on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe we live together and, like, it bothers me. Yeah. Like, the more that I just, like... Let it go, let it go, let it go, like that Mm -hmm. it bothers me. And then like one day I just blow up on you because I'm so pissed that you fucking left the light on. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Then I feel like it's like this thing. So that's where it's like, it's important to address things as they come Mm -hmm. in a nice way. Yeah. Obviously. It's just easier on everybody involved. And even if that is you in the past, like say you do tend to just shove it aside or push it under the rug, you can always change, you know? You can always just practice with little things and get better. And I think the way to approach those conversations is to not be like, 
like accusing someone. Right. So like if I, if you left like, let's say like a light on or something mm-hmm. and I'm like, Sarah, like you fucking did this. <laughs> you like dumbass. you did this again. Like it's pissing me off. <laughs> That is not the right way, in my eyes, to go about that conversation. Or, like, I swear to God, if you leave the light on one more time, I'm going to... Whatever. Right. That bullshit. I feel like if you, if I were to come to that conversation and say, like, you know, like, I, I remember asking you to turn off the light, and mm-hmm. I understand that, like, you are probably very busy, but it just, like, hurts my feelings because I don't feel respected. Yeah. Or something like that, where it. something it's where it's, like... You're coming from a place of trying to understand, maybe. Yeah. So, like, can you, like, walk me through, like, why this wasn't important to you after yeah. we've had conversations? I think figuring out the why is really big because it helps both of you, first of all. But then it helps resolve this solution forward. So, like, what do we do next? Because then I also feel like if you have that conversation and maybe, like, you're like, Ken's like, I'm just so busy. I just have so much going on. Then yeah. that also prompts us to have another conversation mm-hmm. of me learning and understanding your life more so right. that I can figure out how can I best help you. Mm-hmm. And then that yeah. just leads to more open communication. And understanding. And and understanding where the other person is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> that makes me laugh, thinking about us arguing about a light. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Arguing about a lie. It could be anything. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I, I, I love the example, though. It made me laugh. Well, that's one of my pet peeves is, <laughs> is when someone leaves, like, closet lights on. I don't mm-hmm. know why that bothers me, but it does. Mm-hmm. My parents always got pissed when I did it, so I'm sure it, I carried that one, too. Because it's not even like it's really going to affect my light bill that much or, like, yeah. my electricity. But I'm like, I don't know why. It just, like, yeah. bugs me for some reason. Mm, that is interesting. Ooh, I should really, like sink into that and unpack really under- unpack why that bothers me hmm. <laughs> what a therapy session i love it no but it's, it's great great example 10 out of 10 yeah so if you're listening to this today here is your sign of encouragement to have that difficult conversation you've been wanting to have and talk it through with a friend whatever you need to do agreed it'll be worth it have a great week you guys bye